Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Party time! Excellent! Hello, Sacramento! What's good? Save Whoa, the kitties. Dude, see, I told you that was too too much for him. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it was. He, what? He, what? He, he doesn't have his pants on. Who cares? <laughs> what? No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a, he's denying it. Too. He's like, no. Corey looks like he's wearing boxers, like legit. So what? Like, they're they're shorts. You don't they, know what shorts yeah, are. Yeah, they just have a the they, they just have the a hole pattern. in the front, man. Come on. Yeah, it's called a zipper. <laughs> keep it up. I'm gonna. Never mind. Yeah, keep no, uh, keep the zipper up, or, or you're in trouble, buddy. That's where he slips it out when he can't when he can't like you know. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. You know, I, I like seriously. You know, uh, I was hoping that we could you know. Maybe have a more mature show tonight and talk about some more serious things. I'm a Toys R Us kid, dude. <laughs> uh, you know, Peter Pan has to leave Neverland at some point, you know, to get more kids. Kidnap them. Hey, from trucks to trains to video games. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, how's everyone doing? Uh, we have uh, Ryan back in the studio with us. We have... Uh, uh, are, are you? Are we just doing your name, or are we doing your your whatever? Hey, hey, hey! You watch yourself. <laughs> I, um, it kind of looks like a Unabomber today. I would like to be identified by um, Ichigo. What? Did you say Tiki Torch? Ichigo. <laughs> Ichigo. Ichigo. What? What anime show is that from? Bleach. Okay. Or Anyways. like my sister likes to pronounce it, blech. <laughs> like legit. Your sister sounds hot. Whoa, it's a little. Uh... Did she say blech? Or did she say what? What did she say? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways. 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 All right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That you guys just totally derailed me on how I wanted tonight to go. You know, well, I wanted to have. It's never too late. Yep. You know, let's, I wanted we'll to have. You know what? We'll just cue it in like this. Uh, Facebook has really destroyed the minds of America. Well, that's kind of a different aspect of where I was going with the whole social media question we posted on our page on uh, what do you think is socially acceptable to post about and uh, about, like, why and uh, what is social media really for? You know, like, if, if you have an opinion on something, obviously you can post it, but, like, what is the dynamic of it to where you know when everyone starts complaining about what you're posting who are you asking are you asking the chicken or are you asking the egg <laughs> i mean that's like bullying though i think for someone to comment like negatively or i mean who are who is anyone to say something that well i mean it's I'm, everyone's <clears throat> personal page so you have the right to post about however intimate however personal however like you know what dynamic of your life is going on and i think personally you know tonight's show what i really wanted to do is kind of talk about everything that's going on in my life all right because pull the curtain back because there's a lot of stuff 
going on that I'm going through, and I kind of want to use this show because, you know, no offense, don't take this the wrong way, it's my show. Uh, <laughs> I can, you know, talk about what I want, and I, I kind of want to use it as a therapeutical session for myself. I don't know, is therapeutical a word? I don't know. I'm oh, making, be, oh, you're like making fun of your way ex-girlfriends or something? Or? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm making fun of, but, you know, there are... There are things that, I don't know, most people probably don't know that, uh, you know, well, let's, okay, let's, I got an idea, all right, pull it back, pull it back. Let's, before I jump into my aspect of it, I know Jack has a whole uh, spiel on social media, and he kind of took it a different way, and then I want to take it another way. So let's let Jack talk about his way during this segment, and what social media, you know, what, what, what idea do you have for it? Well, like I said, who t- depends who you're asking, the chicken or the egg. Like, you ask the egg why it hatched, it don't know. But you ask the chicken why it had the egg, you know, like, oh, yeah, I have it had, you know, intentions of laying that egg. And the intentions are clear. They saw fa- they saw MySpace. They could not believe how many, uh, the CIA could not believe how many people just put all their their private things on, on a, a database like that. And they said, hey... We need to own that. And then ushers in uh, a Zuckerberg, who is, I can't uh, confirm or deny, is a Rothschild. Has, he just happens to have enough money to start this thing up. I mean, this is not a grant that uh, Facebook was not like... Well, didn't he steal it from the two kids from, uh, you know, the, the rowing guys? He stole it from <laughs> MySpace, okay? Like, Tom? He, yeah, 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 like... Like Honestly, is, to me, MySpace was always cooler because you can make it like your, your own website, yes. basically. And as soon as someone it. came into your page, they were listening to the music that you chose. Right. It was more intimate to you because you could also change the background to your own background page. And it was just so much cooler. Yeah. Mine was yeah. the bomb. But <laughs> face, Facebook was like a, a government takeover of, of MySpace. So, like, you know, it was like it, uh, there was a market out there. MySpace owned it. And then all of a sudden this thing wheels up. I don't, I don't care what the story is. I don't believe it. Zark Zuckerberg had big backing to be able to show up and be like, okay, we already have all this information. Well, yeah, he had Justin Timberlake, you know, <laughs> Napster helping him make it. Yeah. That was like... If you haven't seen the movie... Overnight. I'm overnight, sorry. Overnight, like, everybody has a Facebook. You know what I mean? That, 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 that's... Uh, Do you remember the transition from MySpace to Facebook? Do you remember overnight. when you're like, oh, hey, uh, okay... I guess I'll make one now. When you did you ever get to that point where you realize there's not as many more not as many people on MySpace anymore that everyone's on Facebook so you got to switch over? Well, I, uh for me I was living in Hollywood at the time, so it was uh it was like literally like the first week it was out everybody like did it and it was uh I don't know, uh they they the, the sales pitch was like you can find people from your from school, you know, like hey Go get you on the site, and it will connect you with everyone you went to high school with and all that stuff. Where did Zuckerberg get all that data from right out the gate? Right out the gate. First week it's it's on, it has everybody's high school friends on it. Like, how, how did that happen? He had some CIA help. You know what I mean? Like, he had some, he had some big brother help. And uh, so... So what to, is your take on it? Well, my take is that... Uh, uh, Whistleblowers uh, that worked at the company a bunch of times have come out and said they 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 have addictive texts like just like cigarettes used to do in the seventies uh, and eighties where they 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 try to make the the content as as addictive as possible 
to keep people on there to put in the data because uh, all the stuff you put on Facebook, the messages, the everything, the everything you do say, everything it learns about you is uh, is flown right into the uh, and the NSA's computers, and then where people like uh, third-party companies will copy that before they delete it because it's held there for 72 hours copy it and then sell it outsource it to all these AI companies that that uh, sell it to corporations that m target your your market and they have all this data goes into a computer and crutches and they know exactly what to say what to do at what time so I can talk with my hands so like I'm gonna hit somebody in here. yeah it was that part yeah makes me <laughs> much sound but uh, so yeah it is a um, it is a, a deep rabbit hole of uh, not not good news, honestly. And that is social media. Yeah, it, it it was made it was made in good intentions during MySpace, and then it became the government's intentions during Facebook. And that is that is the truth. Did you did you have something you were gonna say? You had a. It was about a different part of that. It, yeah. It'll, are you gonna segue to that? Well, yeah. The uh, you know Zuckerberg being you know like he's like a uh, he's like his own. Like wing of the uh, of like a, I, I want to say the Democrat Party, but he, like he kind of like can run. He he can tell the Democrat Party what to say. He has so much power. Him and Jack Dorsey, it's ridiculous. And uh, during the election, people go, "Oh, it was a it, it was a fair election. There was nothing wrong with it." That's a lie. Like like straight up. I don't care what you call election fraud or whatever. When you have uh, Zuckerberg. Giving half a billion dollars—it's five hundred million dollars—to uh, to to all these uh, Black Lives uh, Matter agitators and Amphitifa agitators, and uh, their job is to go to the counting polls and to chase off the Republican counters for the p counting of the mail off uh, the, the mail-in ballots, so the Republican counters cannot witness the the counting of the ballots. Period. That is a big, huge red flag, and I'm sorry, like, every time I get a, a Republican thing in the mail, like, hey, you want to donate money to us? I'm like, no, you guys are a bunch of punks. You guys sat on your hands. Okay, wait, you guys wait, don't, wait. Get, don't deserve anything. Okay, but to that, um, half a billion dollars is a crazy, insane amount of money that not even Mark Zuckerberg could donate to, like, one thing, just five, I mean, that's insane. Even as rich as he is, that's, that's any concept of how much money that is, like, I mean, that's insane. But, um, uh, Actually, it was, uh, they, he did donate to um, Black Lives Matters and other racial uh, injustice organizations. But, I mean, it wasn't to agitate. It wasn't to cause any, anything negative. It was To help just, with the election. Well, no, but, but Facebook, that's an international company who has multicultural employees. So, of course, they'd want to, like, reach out. Of course, they'd want to identify and, and learn more and more and promote diversity well yeah that, that, that's really cute like uh yeah he he does have a diverse uh, uh employees they, they he doesn't have any uh american citizens employed for him he has everybody on green cards working for allegedly. him. allegedly no no it's true <laughs> that, that's how he rolls he he only hires uh people here that are on work visas because probably because american citizens probably wouldn't stand for the crap that he does in the in the, that office to tell you the truth Okay, <laughs> so so Jack takes uh, social media as a evil government hand. 
Okay. So that's that's what you think social media is for. And it, getting laid. And getting laid. You can just you can definitely do that too, you know, like uh there's a uh you can dance with the devil and get and get good results. I mean it's obviously a place to share your life and how much of it is up to you and see other people's and, and ruin network other people's and, and connect <laughs> and you know, to whatever that may be, an organization, a group, a person, a, a, you know, whatever. Okay, so let's take it from that aspect then about you posting about what's going on in your life mm-hmm. and you think you're posting it to your friends or, you know, loved ones and basically you're sharing what's going on in your life. And my question is, is there a such thing as oversharing? When it comes to that, according like, to who? Well, I, I mean, mean, I guess society does have certain norms or certain things I would consider abnormal and too much. Or if you're, if it's a kid and sharing too much, or it could be dangerous, um, or your house is going to get robbed, or you're out of town, or you know things like that. I mean, you should use your own discretion and have common sense. Well, I mean, okay, did you, you had something? Yeah, I yeah, saw something that. on that actually. Like, I feel like in my generation that happens a little too much. Like. People, you know, my age, they'll post some things that Wait, I Wait, how like is your how old is your age? <laughs> nineteen. Nineteen. He is nineteen. Okay. 19, you know. nineteen and single ladies. <laughs> or we'll shoot, auction him even off. Even before that. I am actually not even talking about my age right now. I'm gonna talk about like around the time, you know, sixteen or fourteen, you know, <laughs> people around that time would post them drinking lean or you know, smoking and and I'm like sitting there like that's time. dumb. Yeah, oh. like like I'm sorry at the a- yeah, <laughs> you know, having a good time, but like at the age, that's how you get caught up because my friend got caught up like that. You know, he posts that stuff on social media and caught then up by who? Police, the police family. Yeah, well, okay, gotcha. his family member had seen his account because you know when you follow someone's account, they have if they have a other account linked. It'll give you that account in your suggested. Sure. So that's just the algorithm of it. Like that's People how you Instagram know. works <laughs> and in Facebook. There's an algorithm. Sure. So you know, people will see that account, follow it just to see, you know, what's there because it might have a similar name. And then when they do that, they find out something different about, you know, the family member or friend that maybe they didn't want to see or that you would get in trouble for. Yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to sound uh, old or anything, but you know, back in my day, we we think we 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 pretty much would uh, know that'd be obvious. Like, oh yeah, oh you're gonna tell everybody that you're doing that, and you're not gonna get caught. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, like I, the world I know a guy. Web. I know a guy that. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not gonna. I I guarantee he doesn't listen to the show. So, uh, I, I'm okay to say this, but he was affiliated with us at one point, and we were working in his studio. And next thing you know, on his Facebook page, he's posting, like, giant clear bags, like, pillowcases size of, like, weed. And be like, look what I just picked up today. And he's posting this on Facebook. And we're like, yeah, we're not going to go to his studio and do things anymore. Because when the cops show up, we're going to be screwed. Hey, you'd be lucky if it's the cops who show up. Yeah, I'm kidding. Exactly. Yeah. Because usually, usually it ain't the cops. Usually it's a bunch of dudes with guns. And uh, and the first one to get nervous will shoot somebody. So, okay, we talked about politics. We talked about, you know, the political aspect of social media and the 
backing financially of politicians and, you know, things in the inner workings of the government in the background. We talked about, you know, kids having fun and posting things and being stupid. You know, Pretty ultimately, yeah, I mean, on, on, on a on a on a biblical like the, uh, on a biblical scale, you know, like ever, I mean, it's not ever, like we all haven't done that stupid history. stuff. It's not like we all haven't done stupid stuff like that. But it's like we were, you know, fortunate enough to not, you know, post it <laughs> and share it like that. I mean, yeah, you called your buddy, and be like, hey, man, I just totally did this, but like, it wasn't like you know evidence being posted out there that anyone can find it. But let's talk about. Um, Let's talk about personal things in, you know, situations and, like, maybe let's talk about mental health type stuff. Let's talk about how do you feel if someone talks about if they want to kill themselves and they post it online? Um, I don't know. But how old are they at this point? Because we know how his, his generation works and then we know how our generation works. Well, I mean, <laughs> to take it in one aspect. I would take, I would take someone younger super serious and somebody older i'd be like you're just looking for attention okay but w at one point does just looking for attention dissipate from still having a mental illness or having having some type of traumatic experience in your life that you feel the only way you can get a response back from anybody or attention to at least you know feed that that missingness in you that you have to go out and post something on social media to try to have your friends or a family member contact you and be like, are you okay? What's going on? And obviously, you know, if they're doing it constantly every week, yeah, okay, it gets annoying or they're, they're, they're just searching for that attention side. But what was the traumatical experience that that person went through to get to that point? Yeah, I so mean, this is, a, this is something that we all do at one point in our life, uh, um, like, and it might not be severe, like like suicide or whatever. It could be a breakup, you know, where you, like when people get stressed out to a point where they just decide to vent on online, basically, and and then you kind of have to like go, hey, does my friend need help or or uh, am I am I close? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's no wrong, right or wrong answer, Jack. You're you're on the right pathway. Um, I think know, they should be like redirected to like a mental health, uh, you know, a therapist, like a, a counselor, a psychiatrist, uh, something that's going to actually get them results. All right, real quick, we're going to pause right here. We're going to play some music. Uh, when we come back, we're going to keep talking about this topic because um, there's a lot of things I want to touch on. And like I said, I'm going to personally share with a lot of stuff that's going on in my life and we're going to take it to a a real moment okay mm. so uh let's Momento. turn let's turn the lights down and get a little bit intimate in here no not not, not, not that switch that's the main power switch for the whole room anyways we're gonna play some new bear tooth uh you're listening to distorted nation on 96.5 fm sorry i said it k-u-b-u you can be you no say it say it say where you can be you where you can be you. And I can be me! The voice of Sacramento. Do 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 do
It's cold like a tidal wave Crashing in the night for so long So long, so long Hey, what's going on, folks? This is C-Core and... I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, because we got to pay some bills. So listen up with your little ear holes, because we got some commercials for you. All right, first up, we got Hellraiser Clothing. Are you rowdy, unruly, and troublesome? Then Hellraiser.com is where you need to shop. Hellraiser.com. H-E-L-L-R-Z-Z-R. Check it out, the latest shirt designs and outerwear with a little innerwear for the ladies. All right, check out Hellraiser Clothing. Next up, we got to talk about Aston Microphones. Are you a singer? Are you a radio host? A podcaster? Maybe you just like to sit there and record yourself talking for no reason. Nobody's listening. Is there? Are you? Hello? Anyways, you want to sound smooth and sexy. Just like an Aston Microphone. That's right, folks. AstonMikes.com. Check them out and sound professional. Alright, lastly, we gotta talk about Blacklight VIP. Yo, you, sitting on your couch, listening to this stupid show, are you tired of just sitting around on a Friday or Saturday night, not knowing what to do? Well then go check out BlacklightVIP.com. That's right, Sacramento. Blacklight VIP is your number one stop shop to find out what's going on. Bars, dance clubs, happy hours and all events in Sacramento. Now let's get back to the show. Alright, that was new from Diamante with Ghost Myself. I don't know why I would want to ghost myself. Would you guys ever want to ghost yourself? Uh, how know. do you not like pick up your own phone call? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to text myself and see if I reply back. Yeah. Oh, I ain't texting I, him back. I left, my, I left myself on red. <laughs> how dare me do this? <laughs> I need to put myself in time out. Yeah. How without, rude. Without internet porn. He, he's been very, very <laughs> naughty. <laughs> ah, Jeebus. Are you out there, Jeebus? I think this show really needs Jeebus. Um, all right, so Wait, we're going to jump... Make... Hold on, hold on. Before you jump into anything, Corey, where's the dildo? You know, where, where the, is the dildo? Where is the, this the, is the first big I've heard. white dildo? Hmm? It's still in my car. So I came out oh, to the I came what? out of the office what? the other yeah, was it yesterday? Was it yesterday? It the before your backpack and you're all screw it. It was no, it was, it was Wednesday. I came out and there was a giant suction cup on top of my hood. A suction cup, uh, but it had a straw to it. I don't know. It's a it was, squirting dildo. Oh. Okay. And yeah. he took it with pride. No, I yeah. didn't. That says something. No, I didn't. You put it there. Augie threw it in uh, my okay. car. No, his cousin. Yeah, that's what I thought. Anyways, moving on. What do you want? You want to borrow it, huh? No. No, no. Oh, him, yeah. He, yeah? He, he's jealous. Are you talking to him or what? You guys do this thing together, huh? <laughs> moving on. All right. We, we're going to hit a benchmark. We're here real quick. 
right here, and then we're going to jump back into our topic of discussion of the evening. Which and isn't the dildo. No. Surprisingly <laughs> enough. Well, yeah. Thanks a should, lot, Isaac. Should we? Should we? Should we talk about yeah, that, though? Like, no. We, we're moving. Is there anything we need to get to the bottom of with should that? We, no. We, we got to jump. <laughs> we got to do this real quick. We're going to say, uh, we got to people, we got to say goodbye, too. And, uh, yeah, here we go. We're going to say goodbye. You were good, kid. Real good. Remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kid. And you never go wrong. Right up! Alright, so we got a few people we got to say goodbye to this week. Actually, it's kind of a, a bigger list. Uh, quite a few people have passed. Um, we have Kezia Obama, Barack Obama's stepmother, passed away April 13th at the age of 81. Did, was Joe Biden hit too, or no? Just, just her? No. Uh, we have Lee Aker. He was a child star in The Adventures of Ren Tin Tin. Uh, he passed away... April 1st, um, at the age of 77, we have... Are you sure that wasn't an April Fool's Day, like, prank? No, no, no. He, 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 he dead. Um, he was 77 years old, and he was on Rent Ten Ten, and he also was, uh, TV appearances on Rescue 8. Any, any of the Rescue names? 8. Yeah, Rescue 8. Is, is Rent that, Tin a dog? It's where yeah. they rescue That's where they had the dog, yeah. Like, the, he was the child star. Rescue okay. 8 is what? Okay. It's where they rescue 8 prostitutes, okay? <laughs> like, from poverty and stuff. You know? Oh, is it? All right, Jaron <laughs> Taylor was a model and, and a star on the Baldwin Hills TV show. Uh, is she that passed another away TV show where you April say <laughs> April 11th, she passed away at the age of only 30. Uh, Joseph Cerovo, uh, he was a star of The Sopranos. He passed away April 11th at the age of 66. One of the coolest shows wait, ever. Wait, wait, the main star of no. The Sopranos? Okay, I was about to say. Okay, Joy Hummel, uh, he was a pioneering mm. writer. Uh, she was a pioneering writer for the Wonder Woman comic books. Uh, she passed away April 5th at the age of 97. In Florida. Typical mm. retirement place. Florida. Uh, <laughs> then we have, obviously, Prince Philip passed away. The yeah. husband of Queen Elizabeth II in the United Kingdom passed away April 9th at the age of 99. See you later, punk. Couldn't just get that 100 mark, could he? Yeah, he was only a couple weeks away from being 100. Well, oh, really? hey, excuse wow. me, but uh, didn't me? He, he want to reincarnate as a virus and kill off what percentage of the uh, the uh, the what earth? are you talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember that. that in the Crown TV show. Oh, he said. Has that. anyone ever watched the Crown? No. No. Okay. He said that. He All said, right. He said if I could, if I I, I wish most I could come back as a as a a, a, a virus. And Allegedly, because I don't know the facts on this one. Yeah. Jack probably saw this on YouTube. Um, Jack facts. Yeah. Well, you know. Jack facts. Yeah. All right. Speaking of facts. Everybody has heard that. I don't can't believe you haven't heard it. No, no, no. But uh, most <laughs> notably this week, the most important passer-awayer 
we have April 9th at the age of... Where did his age go? I don't know. It doesn't say his age. We're just going to say his age was X. DMX passed away. Oh, yes. Of an overdose. I love him. Uh, yes. Uh, died at the hospital in White Plains, New York, after uh, being on life support from a cardiac arrest due to an overdose. Um, DMX has passed away. He so, had crack cocaine problems. Like, um, real bad. Dead. X gonna give it to you. He's gonna give <laughs> like, it to you. Did he switch off from crack to cocaine every once in a while? Just, like, binge on crack? And <laughs> just <laughs> crack is cocaine. Yeah. No. Same thing. No, it's you do it in different ways. Yeah, but it's, a, it's the same drug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. You, you, uh, Isaac, you are completely dating yourself right now. That you are a young, prepubescent child who uh, hasn't really lived much of life. And, um, hey, hey, no, no. Plenty you, of time to do crack cocaine. Hey, no hey, worries. Just because you don't know about illegal narcotics doesn't know that you haven't been living life. It means you've been living life better than most people. That's what it, that's what it means. That, I guess that's true. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's see. We got... Uh, yeah, okay, we can go back into this. Um, all right, so we were talking about uh, mental health and people that post and, you know... Basically, the, if you're reaching out for help and you're constantly just constantly talking about how you want to kill yourself and all these mental you know things are showing signs that you need assistance and you were what, what are you doing over there what it looks are you playing game boy no <laughs> game boy okay if i could reincarnate and come back as a deadly disease and whose okay. quote is that I, I, like, I like how we try to move on to the Prince show. Prince Phillips, quote, first thing, woo! Yeah, that's right. That is not a jack fact. Oh, actually, oh, jack I facts see. are legit facts. Homeboy. <laughs> that, that one has some weight to it, I guess. Okay. So, if they're reaching out, do you think that they're abusing the privilege of the internet by doing that? What? Do you, of, of constantly saying, oh, I want to kill myself. Um, I think we should just roll back to Prince Philip and say, ha, 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 in your face, you dead murderer. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Prince Philip should have killed himself, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I, think, I think as long as you're not bullying and you're not doing anything or saying anything well, illegal. My, my, my whole thing about this is the fact that, okay, so I'm just going to start jumping into some real-life things, and uh, for a while... I've been going through a lot of mental health issues. I have been dealing with depression. I have never really had depression before. I mean, yeah, there was, you know, stuff that sucked in my life, but, you know, I never understood the depths of what can happen to you when you just keep getting beaten down and things just keep happening to you that you can actually get into a depressed state so bad that you want to not be here anymore. And one of the things is, is honestly, yeah, there is a person out there that I know that would be talking and, and feeling that if I were to have posted something about how I'm feeling at the moment, they would make a comment 
And seeing people that make com, you know, talk trash about how like, oh, that's just attention seeking, and you know, you you just you know you're pathetic basically for doing that, and you know it, it inhibiting it inhibits me from wanting to make posts when I really want to vent what I'm what I want to say because, you know, everyone has been telling me yes they're there for me, you know you're not alone in all this stuff, but it seems like every time I get to that depressed state where I am just locked in my head and that's when things get really really severe. That's when it, it gets And I try to reach out everybody. to everybody, nobody answers. Like when I need I'm not trying to like put blame on people because everyone has a life, I get that. But when everyone tells me, "Oh, you're not alone. They're here for you." But it seems like every time when I get to that point when I need somebody, they're not there. So that's where I can take the fight and defend the people that are posting about it online because to me what's the difference between posting it on facebook and, and trying to at least get somebody that you may know actually know as a facebook friend reach out and back to you and talk to you as opposed to trying to call a suicide hotline or try to call uh somebody from uh nami you know national alliance of mental illness and all this stuff you know try to reach out to a therapist I mean, if you're the maybe some people don't necessarily have the comfortability to talk to somebody. Maybe they're ashamed of what they want to verbally say, so they type it. You know, why is it such a bad thing that people want to post, "Oh, I just got dumped by the dude that, you know, I thought, you know, I was going to spend the rest of my life with," or "I just got, you know, um whatever the situation is, you know, or you're posting a, whatever is going on in your life, but other people are judging you for it because you're putting it on social media. Yeah. What if at that point in that life of somebody, they don't have somebody to answer the phone, so they move to social media? Is that acceptable? I mean, do you think that it's an outlet that can be used as a resource for people with mental health issues to ask for help? I mean, is that acceptable? Because... To me, I find it highly unacceptable that there are so many people that judge people for saying, hey, I want to kill myself. Not, hey, bro, wh what's going on? Why do you want to feel this way? You know, and if, if they don't give you a legitimate answer, and I mean, because if you can't just assume that it's all just attention seeking, you have to at least question and ask the person what's going on. And if they can't give you a viable reason, then maybe, yeah, maybe they are just crying wolf. But, you know, it is a privilege to be able to use the internet. And I think that with my mental health and everything that's been going on, you know, like I said, if somebody that I know is making comments like, why are they posting like that type of thing to just random strangers or people? I mean, obviously, if you added them as a friend, they're not really a stranger, right? Yeah. I mean, is that socially acceptable or what? Okay, um, I just feel that as socially, or excuse me, as unacceptable as that it is, it's a form of bullying, but at the same time, um, you have to realize by putting whatever you put out there, it's, it is subject to be scrutinized however someone wants to do it, and it's, that's out of your control or anybody else's, that's just you know their own thing, but um, I think so part of you has to realize that that's a possibility, unfortunately, and then just be selective or discreet. I mean, because you can form. always block the person that Absolutely. tries to, you know, comment horrible things back to you or, you know, you just 
looking for attention. But I mean, there's a reason for it. Absolutely. I, you know, it's not discounting that. It, it's no, I know what I'm. Yeah, what I'm saying though is that when people do that to seek attention, why are they seeking attention? I don't think there's enough people out there that try to dig deep enough to I be see. like, why is my friend this sad? Why does he say he want to kill himself? How do you we know? change that? How How do you? try to get them to talk about what's going on why how do you try to get them to go see a therapist how do you try to get them to t contact one of the you know many sites out there and helplines i actually have like a, a good thing to kind of add to that i feel like my generation itself kind of is to blame for that because we you know we tend to express that you know feeling a little too much and like i'm not saying that n no one really feels that way but you know it's become such a joke now i feel like I, I i can literally quote so many people say oh i've done so much i just want to you know off myself so it's like it's become so normalized to say mm -hmm. that kind of dumbed down kinda, and yeah, now it's it now just, they just say it in passing as opposed to not really seeing the severity of what you're exactly. saying exactly they're not understanding of what you really mean you know because you you know depending on how you interact with your friends that could be a quote that you guys always say or like oh just kill me you know like there's so many like when we show up to a job site and it's nothing like the paperwork says exactly and then we're going to be there for five hours afterwards and we're just like ah oh, kill me now exactly you know it, it just it it dumbs it down but when it's when it is a, a real life situation and what's going on because i'll admit uh right now on the show that you know a month ago it's been well months two months however long it's been uh, I got to a point where I really didn't want to wake up. And I'll admit right here on the show that I took a few things and mixed a few things. And I was hoping not to wake up. And, um, you know, I it's like I said, I want to start using the show to reach out to people and, and talk about my life and my things going on because... There's a lot of people that don't know what's been going on in my life. Um, my mom passed away almost a year ago. Um, you know, I've had a couple memorial things on the show for her. You know, but as of May 21st next month, it will be one whole year. And I know that day, I mean, even thinking about it now, like I'm trying to mentally block it all out. But I know that day, I'm not going to be able to handle anything. My grandfather passed away. October 23rd um, and growing up he was basically my father figure he taught me how to play basketball taught me how to go fishing he, he signed me up for baseball all the stupid little scholastic books that I wanted as a kid you know he would he would pick them up for me uh, every summer took me on trips we always went to the Truckee air show back when it was around um, airplanes was his thing and that's you know he got me into airplanes and stuff and you know Losing him, losing my mother, hell, if people who've listened to the show long enough, Gidget, my dog, you know, I ha she had to be put down. My mom's dog, uh, uh, Chopper, had to be put down, um, which became my dog after she passed away. De death never feels fair. No, but it's a part of life. It's and I get that. Except yeah, when it comes to Prince Philip, I mean, <laughs> that's good news, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so can the queen remarry 
I'm sure she, I, I'm sure she's been hitting it with whoever she wants to for the past since she's been around, man. Like, you think she does anything with All that right. turd? Like, you know. Okay. Mr. Let, Philip. Let. Hey, my name's Philip. Hey, hey, feel my dick. <laughs> no, what she's going to do is change from the Philip to the screwdriver. <laughs> you mean from the Philip to the flathead? <laughs> <laughs> we get where you were going with that show. <laughs> Phillips, Phillips to the sh- to the flyhead. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, like I mean, we, I, I, I mean, it, right now it's just a really like hard time period COVID. Like, in the world. Yes, yeah, like right. everything going on, people are more isolated. People, mm-hmm. there's not a lot to go do, so you know, people stay home. Not a lot of people, not all your friends are like, hey, let's go hang out because maybe they're a pandemic. Where they're afraid to go out. They don't want to mingle with other people and risk getting sick. So, at this point in time, it just it just gets more depressing. And everything that compiles and compiles and compiles. And honestly, for me, a lot of it I haven't even dealt with yet. I've been pushing it off because as soon as I start to sit there and take it in, something else happens again. There's a new battle. There's a new war going on in my life where I need to focus on this and just get through this at this moment and then another loss happens when it rains it pours alright we're going to talk more in just a moment we're going to play some Johnny Craig uh, conveniently enough uh, with a song called Going Under Uh, you're listening to Distorted Nation (laughs) 96.5 FM KUBU where you can be you I can be (laughs) me yo hey Yes, the voice of Sacramento. Way to go there, Isaac. <laughs> On cue. Well, Alright, Johnny one. Craig, here we go. Actually, going under. <laughs> Alright, that was your top five, and that was Seether with Bruised and Bloodied. Top um, five. In the Active Rock charts. Mediabase.com. Just adding a little, you know. A little love? Yeah. Alright. So, alright, let's let's jump back back into this. I gotta stop saying jump. It's just ingrained. In. Slide. That's slide. Let us slide into the, the DMs. <laughs> Let us get to the subject at hand. Alright. So, <clears throat> right before we went out and uh, played some music there and whatnot, I was talking about how everything just keeps compiling and compiling and compiling. Also, recently, me and the missus separated. Alright. And it's been a struggle just to try to fight to see the girls. Uh, Double J's, what's going on out there? How are you listening? Hi, it's past your bedtime. Go to bed. Um, and for me, I know this show... I know this show has been put on the back burner for a while. Like, I know I was focusing on a lot of other th- aspects in my life. But now I have a newfound... Uh, third, fourth wind, as you want to call it, I don't know, about getting the show to a point where we're actually putting on events again, now that, it, you know, America is starting to come America again, and open up. When did that happen? <laughs> I mean, it's, it, we're going to have to all show her that vaccination card at some point to yeah, get well, into the events. Yeah, we're the United States oh, to no, China no, no, now, no, dude. No, 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 But, no, you know, no. we... We at Distorted Nation here have basically come to an agreement on where we want the show to go and what we want to do. We want to get it bigger and better. We want to be able to get you able to be able to hear us on more mediums than what we have. And we want to take it to another level. 
And I've always wanted to help people. We have our fundraisers, Bag of Life, the Toy Drive, the Fragile Toy Drive. Uh, we have the Cards for Kids, you know, all these things that have been post put on hold because of COVID and everything. Um, but ultimately, now that I'm more focused, I want to do more hard-hitting things. I want to talk more real topics. I want to maybe try being a real-life radio show, you know? And actually getting into the you community. You want to be a real boy? I like, want to be a real boy! Yeah. <laughs> and stop, um, stop lying and have your nose grow, or your pecker grow, or whatever grows when you lie. But, ulti- <laughs> wow. but ultimately, like I'm saying, what's the difference between writing a post on Facebook? What's the difference between writing a radio show and asking for help? I mean, a lot. Of, there's other shows here in Sacramento that are way more successful than us that people actually, when they do need help, they do write to them. You know, the, to me, seeking out help, no matter how you do it, is never wrong. Because you you know something within yourself is wrong. And if you're reaching out for help, no one should be able to criticize you. No one should be able to tell you that... What if you're a sex addict? Like, like, hold on, I was just about to say, like, what if you're a murderer and you're like, the only way to help my satisfaction is if I kill people. Just, just let me or, do or, it, or, sir. Or you, just need, or you just need a titty. You, know, you just need a titty. Oh uh, ma'am, ma'am, just, I need to see your <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I already said no. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, ultimately, like I said, you guys are killing me right now. Um, And I've got to a point where I don't kind of want to die. So, hey, whoa. Um, You guys suck. That's what what, what comedy is good for. You know (laughs) And we're not making a light at people that do have mental illness. Because, like I said, I... I'm not saying necessarily I have mental illness, but I am battling depression. Like, there are times when I'm working on things for the show or whatever, I'm just left alone, and thoughts just enter my head. And it is hard to get myself through them. It is hard to try to redirect and focus on something else. Focus on all the good things that I do have, all the people that need me, all the people that believe in me, all the people that still love me. And it is sometimes just still not enough. You know, like I said, recently I, I started doing photography again. And the basis of my photography is just trying to find the beauty in life to want to be able to stay here and see it. You know, I, I I go out, I go into the mountains, I go to the woods, the oceans, whatever. And I'm taking photos of nature and sunsets and sunrises. And sometimes, you know, it's... You used to be taking pictures of naked chicks. I mean, that would... <laughs> Make you feel great. Well, if there's any out there that want to work with a photographer, <laughs> 916-692-9965 or email distortedation at distortedationradio.com. I mean, sexy chicks have uh, the power to really, like, turn turn a frown upside down and, like... Yeah, I, they, they, uh, they and have when they say, another power when they say to smart turn stuff, When they say smart stuff, too, it's just like, whoa. You know, like, you start like, falling in love and stuff. It's like, it's wow, it's crazy. And, uh, and then, like, oh, I've just seen that. Like, oh, yeah. The programs. <laughs> Stop yeah. hitting the table, Jack. Jeez. I'm going to get you a, a podium Ryan, over there that Ryan you can just here hit. Is, Ryan here is actually uh, uh, one of the sexy women in the world, and, uh, <laughs> and she brought up the fact that maybe we should be talking about programs since we got on the subject. <laughs> programs? Programs, yeah. 
And, oh, yes. Yes, I was. Um, <laughs> and yes, she is. And hopefully I was one of the intelligent ones, too, yeah, that you were yeah, just referring smart things, to. Yeah, smart things. That'd be awesome. Um, well, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of different resources and programs out there in the, all local that if you or somebody you know is struggling with mental illness, depression, or anything of the sort, um, we'll have a list up on the site. Is that right? Yeah, well, we're going to have Decimate the Silence go live within... Uh, by before the end of May, everything will be posted up on the Discordination page. There'll be a reference section called "Decimate the Silence." Click on that, and they'll have links and for websites and phone numbers. Um, you know, like the Suicide Prevention Line, which one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. There's we're gonna have stuff from Nami, which you know isn't a, a type of sushi. I found out. When I first heard about NAMI, um, <laughs> it's National Alliance. It sounds um, like an Asian porn star. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> anyway, yeah, then so, if you show up and it's not an Asian porn star, you're kind of pissed. <laughs> well, it's there's a also, white guy named Trevor. You can also look at SacCounty.com or SacCounty.org uh, and look up uh, Department of Health Services. There's references there to places you can get help. Um, all different types of traumatic experiences, whether it be child abuse or you know sex trafficking rape or you know whatever the the type may be um just verbal mental abuse whatever um i myself like i said it is it's been a struggle like the last few months and one of the things that is keeping me going is you guys here at the show and double j's i know you're listening um, you know, you guys and a couple family members that I still have because the rest of them, they don't give a crap. You know, when my mom was in the hospital and she had 14 days before we had to pull the plug. You know, one of the things I do not, I mean, I've, I've talked about it probably with each everyone here, but not a lot of people I talk about is I see myself as the reason that she's gone because that decision was left to my shoulders and I said, okay, we're going to pull the plug. And so I, in my mind, I killed my mother. That is how I feel. There is no one in this world that will ever, ever make me think otherwise. Well, and that is something that I have to deal with. And I know it might be something that everyone says no that's not me you know that's not what the situation was but that's how i see it and right now no one will ever make me see otherwise and that is what just keeps spiraling my depression is constantly just the feeling of having to say yes we'll pull the plug and my family members that were saying that because i asked them i'm like if we do this and and we go through with it I'm going to need you in my life. Like, I can't do this stuff alone. Like, my mom was always there for me. She was my one constant in life that was always there. No matter what crap I got into, she was always there to help figure out a way that we're going to get through it, always be there by my side, supported me, never turned her back on me. Because growing up, I mean, she was adopted. And, you know, my real... Okay, so here's a little back thing. So, like, my... My my lifestyle, I never found out officially that my father really isn't my father until later on. And so, but he was there for my birthdays and Christmases and stuff. 
the the one, that one father that you know was to me as my father but growing up it was always really just me and my mom and you know she always used to say that it's me and her against the world and at one point you know to me when a parent teaches you when you're growing up to find somebody that you're going to love and find somebody that you want to fall in love with and spend the rest of your life with you, they're trying to teach you that hey i'm not going to be here forever kid so find somebody that will be with you forever that you are compatible and love and everything and you know i was saying that to the person i thought it was going to be and it turned out that's not the case you know i i did say you know it's you and me against the world and i shared that with that person and it turns out that it's not going to be me and her against the world. So I, you know, that feeling of being alone just completely, you know, exploded to a higher range, a further range in my life that I feel I'm isolated. You know, I don't have that safety net, that, that connection to somebody anymore. And so with everything I've been going through, yeah, I've had bad thoughts. I think that, can I say one thing? Yeah. I think that'd be empowering to know that you're not alone. You definitely have us. And yeah. also, um, everybody goes through that. I mean, that's, that's just life. And, um, you know, it's not the end of the world. Like, you're going to be okay. You're going to be good. And just try to stay positive. And I think by doing this and reaching out and talking about it, hopefully that also will do something for you. Look, what, like, I know you said no one's gonna make you think otherwise but one thing you kind of like gotta look at it too is you know when my dad was going he was Mm -hmm. deteriorating you know do you like you gotta look at it do you want to see them deteriorate and suffer or would you rather them not go through the suffering and pain you know like who knows how much pain your mom was in or who knows how much pain my dad was in and like I can only imagine how much pain my dad was in. I can only imagine how much pain your mom was in, you know? Well, um... I mean, she I, woke up a week later and she, like, uh, couldn't... Wasn't the... She was a vegetable and, and uh... That's no way I to mean, live. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, that would, that would be... I... If anyone who... Okay, at this table... Well, Isaac would be closest, but he was too young. He didn't really. But Augie, if he was here, he would know when I say this statement is true, that... If it was switched around, I know in my heart, my mom would be at the foot of the bed with a baseball bat or a gun or whatever, keeping everyone the hell away from me. Not any ever trying to let anyone pull that plug. And I just, I just know that's how she would be. And I, everyone's like, oh, we have no other options, you know, 14 days because of COVID. You know, they have to do the intubation thing or the tracheotomy and the pick in the stomach. And then at that point, she becomes a, a comatose uh, life support patient. Then the only place that would take her would be down in L.A. So the, the risk of transporting someone in that state down to L.A. is high. And, you know, even if she went down to L.A., how often would we be able to see her, COVID and everything? I mean, I... For those 14 I mean, you days... Got ru- you got rushed into this because of COVID? Like, she wasn't, like, at that... She wasn't at that stage, like... They gave her 10% chance of life quality after... If she would ever wake up. If. Because she wasn't showing any signs. She had anoxic... Um, I'm trying to think of the term. Anoxic... 
like lack of oxygen to the brain because when she went into cardiac arrest and had uh, her heart stop, they got the paddles and everything and they got the beeps on the machine but they didn't feel a pulse for 20 minutes so there was lack of oxygen to the brain for 20 minutes so she would basically be brain dead so yeah it was kind of like hey 14 days we have to do this move it to you know life support and do the um the the feeding tube and the who was um, with her the whole time what do you mean like I, I, when she first when the, they were when she went the into the hospital, I was only able to see her for a max of nine hours throughout the entire fourteen days that she was there. Well, well I mean, like, I mean, when, uh, no, she went to somebody's house, right, and, and ate dinner or something. No, um, we'll we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. That, that's not doesn't. I mean, they were. Well, he was trying to do CPR and everything, but it, it didn't. It, it, well, yeah. Well, you should. It's, uh, someone should have never stopped. No, that wasn't, it wasn't that. They they were still bagging her, but she was at that, there's a lot more to, I, I, yeah. th- that part doesn't matter to right now. I'll explain that part yeah. off the show, but, because we're going to have to get going here in just a few minutes, but I, like I said, I want to use this as what's going on in my life, because Distorted Nation, you know, I started this thing, I don't know, 10 years ago as a podcast, whatever. And I want to try to use this for myself and my own mental health to get to a better state in mind and get through everything that I've been going through. And um, and I'm sorry for the times that, you know, we weren't on air because either I was out of it or whatever's going on. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I We'll talk more about it next week, okay, folks? Uh and maybe we won't have as many antics going on in between. <laughs> uh, but uh, we do hope that if you're well, we having to- issues or having, you know, a depression or anything going on, please seek help. And you can do that to our show or any one of the many places that we're going to be posting on social media and our website. So we hope you guys have a good morning. Or late night, however you want to look at it. Uh, you're listening to Distorted Nation. 96.5 FM KUBU. Or you can be a... And Prince Philip kicked the bucket. Ooh! The voice of Sacramento. 